Welcome to Pretty Please Paris, your passport to living well in Paris. I'm Elizabeth, your host for today. And I'm Tioka. And I'm Andy. So on today's episode, we are going to talk about sleeping around in Paris. But attention, may not be what you think. (laughs) And we're going to start off with uh, our opening segment, What Are We Drinking Today? And we'll end with our special Bisou Bisou segment, which are tips and recommendations of things to do and see in Paris. So let's start off with what are we drinking today? Mm-hmm. What about you, Tioka? Oh, I'm just drinking some plain, simple green tea. It's kind of got the winter light moment in Paris. It's a stressful time, and the green tea is about all I can handle today. What about you, Andy? So I'm drinking something called Rosanna. I just realized that my water has a name. I got it because it has magnesium and you know, the French are crazy about magnesium. Anytime you go to a doctor, he's telling you, or she's telling you to take some magnesium. So since I was sick with COVID, we can talk about that later, maybe. Uh, Yeah. I figured that probably magnesium is a good thing to drink. So I'm drinking up. Also, I like the taste. (laughs) I have never tried that one. I'll have to try to find it. Uh, Today I'm drinking something called the Thé des Amants. A M A N T S lovers tea, Ooh. which I found in, when I was cleaning out my uh, my cabinets, uh, getting ready for our second lockdown here in Paris from the Palais du Thé. It's like a mix of um, spices and fruit and black tea. Did you buy it yourself? I, I don't know where it came from. <laughs> to be honest, I think it was a gift. I do, uh, but I do like it, and I, it's a shame that I. Could have been drinking it all year, but uh, luckily tea doesn't really go bad. So uh, that's what I'm drinking today, and I'm enjoying it. I don't know. If somebody gives me tea, uh, you know, lover's tea, I might think twice about who's giving it to me. (laughs) You just want to remember them the morning after, right? I know. I don't know why it's called that, to be honest, but um, Hmm. I guess it's it's sort of a feminine tea, you would say, because it's got like cinnamon and vanilla and ginger and apples in it, so... But I don't know why it's 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 that. And I told I told Pierre that's what I was drinking, and he he did ask me to repeat it. So <laughs> maybe he wondered where it came from too. Hmm. So in our main segment today, we're going to be talking about sleep. That's right. Um, uh, everything you wanted to know about how to get a good night's sleep, good sleep hygiene, uh, how we're sleeping these days, and how our sleep has changed. Again, we're recording this November 5th, and so we've just started our second COVID lockdown here in Paris, and we're in the middle of the elections in the U.S., still waiting to hear the results. So it's, I would say, a fairly stressful time in all of our lives. So this has not been good for my sleeping habits. I don't know about you two. Mm -hmm. I should say that I'm not someone who actually uh, has ever slept all that well. Uh, I always wake up a lot during the night, like every couple of hours, mm. and it's just gotten worse as I've gotten older. You know, some nights I wake up kind of sweaty. It is like, is this a hot flash or is it just that my duvet is too hot? I don't know. And uh, I've talked to different doctors about it who have recommended different things. So I've tried, you know, melatonin and I've tried Vervan, and now my doctor has given me like the saffron, my 
supplements to try. Mm-hmm. I, none of them are working really. Right. I can fall asleep. I just can't stay asleep. Right. And it's true that I probably am on my phone and computer too much, especially these days mm-hmm. leading up to the election and stuff. And they say that's like the worst thing that you can do. Yeah. I, but I have a hard time. Um, you know, I try reading before bed or, or listening to a podcast uh, because I cannot just like have be alone in my thoughts because mm-hmm. I, I will just start ruminating and spinning out about everything. But it's it's tough. I don't I don't know. Do you guys have any suggestions about how to have a good night's sleep, Tioka? Mm. Um, so I mean, of course, everybody from Harvard medical studies and journals to just common sense tells us that. A good night's sleep is an incredibly precious and valuable thing to have for our health and for our sanity. So I think it's a really great topic. I'm glad you raised this question today. Um, And it's true that as we get older, for various reasons, we might find it more and more difficult to sleep or have an uninterrupted night of sleep. So, you know, finding things that work for you on an individual level are super, super important. Um, I do just turn off my phone and computer at 10 o'clock. Otherwise it's, it's bad. Although, or maybe I will watch mindless or read mindless news. Like I, I'm totally guilty of kind of checking in on Meghan Markle at 11 o'clock at night just to see. What, what How is she? Is she doing all right, I think. Um, so, you know, I'm, of course I'm guilty of that, but definitely like no election stuff, nothing, nothing that will, will take my mind um, elsewhere. Um, and you mentioned trying supplements, and it's good to try. I mean, maybe one will work. Um, I find uh, actually one of my teachers, uh, Ayurvedic teacher in India, suggested using a cooling oil at night before you go to sleep, and uh, really suggested foot massages. So those are like two of my favorite things to do before I go to sleep. Anyway, just take a nice bath, use some really rich oil, and give yourself a nice long foot massage. Supposedly in Ayurveda, that's one thing that will really help you sleep. And the cooling oil will kind of help calm down some of those hot flashes a little bit. Now, what exactly is cooling oil? This is where we disagree a little bit. Um, he recommended coconut oil. Coconut oil has kind of a, a not a heat building property, but sort of a cooling, soothing property. Um, I found that um, I tend to like sort of mintier um, oils at night. Um, or even sesame oil. So it's maybe a little bit of an experiment on your part. Like what scent is soothing for you? And then just take that time to give yourself a little self-massage, even if it's just for two, three, five minutes, the longer the better. Um, Also, different types of people kind of enjoy different types of self-massages, but you might find just doing like longer, slower strokes. Um, The longer, slower strokes might be a bit more soothing, so why not just add that to things that you try? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I kind of find it helps. Uh, but I think um, something that you're saying is making me think that part of it is ritual. Mm, yes. Uh, hmm. I don't really have any good, solid advice like you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not quite sure what I can add, except that, <clears throat> uh, in I mean, you know, I don't even know where to be. I have no problem with sleep, and mm-hmm. it's not that I'm bragging. I almost think that people who do are more intelligent than me; that they have more 
wherewithal about what's going on about that, you know, in their lives and that they're thinking more deeply about, about uh, things. I, when I feel stressed, my go-to thing is to fall asleep. So if I'm feeling stressed, you can find me in bed at two in the afternoon. That's just, I just, it's like I turn off completely. That's um, a great thing. I mean, it's a great way for your body to reset and, you know, so you're not dealing with those stress kind of hormones in a, in a bad way. So there's nothing wrong with that, I don't think. I mean, I love naps, yeah. I have to say. I, I mean, I've tried not to take them anymore mm-hmm. because it keeps me from sleeping at night, but I sleep so much better at two-hour nap in the afternoon than I ever do at night. Mm. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, So you wake up, let's say, okay, so you've gone to bed, right? You've done your thing. You've gone to bed. You've taken the supplements. And then you say you wake up in the middle of the night and uh, and that's that's uh, that's distressing for you. Well, I wake up and I can't go back to sleep. And so I'm why do you want to go back to sleep? I'm not trying to, but, but seriously. Uh, because I'll be so tired later, I guess. But maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe the lights like that. Oh my God, I need to go back to sleep is what's stressing me out. And I should just, you know, I'm up, I'm awake. I should just read or something else. I, I, yeah, or, I mean, it's a little bit like Andy said, I know that for a while there, I was definitely um, having a lot of interruptions to my night's sleep. Um, and I would just give into it. You know, if I got, if I, if I woke up, I go ahead and get up, I go to the bathroom, I get something to drink. It's a nice fresh, cold glass of water. And then I usually didn't have any problem going back to sleep after that. It's just if I was you know, there and worrying about it, that I would have the problems going back to sleep. But um, yeah, especially if you, you know, if you have the luxury of, you know, not being in an office, maybe you can take that two hour nap. <laughs> it's true though that naps do disturb your natural rhythm. Have you ever tried um, uh, like meditating before you go to sleep? I have. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be honest, and I and I can sometimes meditate if I'm like in a guided thing mm-hmm. with other people. And I've tried a couple of different apps and it works. I start to relax, but then as soon as it's over, I just get super tense again. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm of course a huge fan of yoga nidra and nidra just means sleep in Sanskrit. And what I love about yoga nidra is that it's at least like, well, usually it's a 30 minutes. It could be 45 or even an hour. So I feel like if you're not asleep by the end of a yoga nidra, <laughs> there's definitely something a little bit more serious going on. Um, but I like the fact that it is so long and you go through layer by layer just to sort of relieve yourself of the stress physically and emotionally. Um, and so yoga nidra is definitely um, a type of meditation that you might want to look into. The goal isn't necessarily to to put you to sleep, but mm-hmm. it really does sort of clear your mind and, and clean out anything that might be a distraction, so that it just it can leave you in a much better position to have a deeper night's sleep. Sometimes, though, you you have weird dreams with yoga nidra because it kind of triggers different uh, memories or emotions. But otherwise, it's definitely one of my favorite types of meditation to do before uh, going to bed. Well, I will try that. I, I believe that you. Tioka have a yoga nidra on your site, don't you? I do. I have one on um, YouTube, but there's so many out there that are just lovely to try. I mean, you have to find the right voice and the right sort of theme, and and then I'm, you'll fall in love. It's a great thing. Okay, I will try it. I'll try anything okay. at this point. It's funny because, like, the, I think uh, you know, I don't know <clears throat> about <laughs> starting everything I'm saying today with you know, I don't know anything about anything, but uh, <laughs> but um, you know, I think um, in some Eastern cultures they have hot and cold, mm-hmm. and 
I tend towards things that are going to wake me up. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like if I just let my body, like if I just kind of like followed my own instincts, I would just be in bed all the time, um, just like dreaming. Mm. <laughs> and I need more, I need whatever you've got, Elizabeth, give it to me. <laughs> so but the problem is, is I don't feel it like during the day. I'm like super awake at night in the middle of the night and then I'm exhausted the rest of the time. Mm. Well, we've got to work on your hours, then you can give me <laughs> your extra <Exactly>. energy. <laughs> exactly. But you know, I do like what you were saying about ritual. I mean, so much of it is about coming to a, you know, a regular nighttime ritual, um, whether it's a cooling shower instead of a hot shower to just help with the night flashes, just anything you can do to kind of cool your body down before you go to sleep. Um, whether it's just having something really um, soothing that you do just before you go to sleep, maybe reading a book or maybe reading a po- reading poetry or meditation, um, but definitely not getting into the news um, or anything like that. But Andy, you made a good, a good point too, that we're all quite, quite different. Um, I know in yoga, they consider that the three body types have different types of sleep needs and kind of surprised me, but people who are usually um, more lethargic um, and you tend to think, think of them as being sleepier sort of people kind of need less sleep. Um, their bodies require less sleep, even though I find my husband is one of those people, that kind of body type where he just seems like he needs less sleep, but he's constantly taking naps. But I love him. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But, um, Elizabeth and, and Andy, with you know all of that kind of creativity and the sort of creative energy that you have, um, it seems that uh, you might have a harder time sleeping, but in fact, getting more hours of sleep is really what's kind of recommended for, you know, minds that are, are constantly engaged and active and thinking about this and thinking about that and being a bit more creative. So, you know, getting more sleep for you is, is one of the things that's kind of recommended in Ayurveda. And it's true, Elizabeth, probably Ayurveda would suggest that you get, um, less sleep, but it sounds like you're not even, you're not even getting enough. How many hours a night do you sleep? Do you think? Honestly, because it's in chunks, I, I would say probably about six mm, hours yeah. in two hour chunks. Yeah. 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 So no, we need deeper sleep. One thing that's been interesting during lockdown, um, and especially when we had that 9 PM curfew is how mm-hmm. quiet the city got. Oh, that was like delicious. It's so uh, yeah, I actually found that curfew weirdly soothing. <laughs> it's so strange. Like, like, you, know, you couldn't go out. You had to be home, which is true of lockdown too. But I don't know. It just was like not as stressful. Yeah. It just was like, you're supposed to be home. Right. Don't you feel like you're a teenager who's being grounded? I, I thought I would, but I didn't really. No, I mean, the quiet, the stillness was just amazing. And I feel like uh, a little bit like you, Andy, I think I actually got some pretty good nights sleep there. A lot of a lot more rest now than normal. They mm. could never do a lockdown in the States, I don't think. <laughs> I, Not a lockdown, I, but a, a, a curfew. A, I mean, a curfew. curfew. A curfew. Yeah, they did do a curfew. In some cities, yeah. Um, no, and there is something that like very martial law about it sounding. I know, and just that everybody's like in their beds, tucked in. 
I wonder if people are waking up earlier. Like, I wonder if Paris has become more of a morning uh, city because it's, mm. you know, you're lucky if, like, the boulangerie is open at 9 a.m. <laughs> no, my favorite boulangerie opens at 10. Like, this is your <gasps> breakfast ten. and they open at 10 a.m. And there's a line. There's always a huge line. Um, but, yeah, Paris is definitely not a morning city. Hmm. Uh, also, so, Andy, how are how are you doing since your illness? Do you want to talk about that, or you don't have to? Yeah, no. I mean, I I guess I don't have much to say, only because I was very fortunate that I didn't get very very sick. I just um, had a little laryngitis, and uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure I would have tested uh, had my husband not been tested positive, um, because I didn't feel necessarily sick, but I did find myself in bed, surprise, uh, <laughs> uh, at around, so like around two, I started to get tired. So I would just like have my regular day and then around two, I'd start getting tired. And then by like four, I would like wrap up my day and then just end up in front of Netflix and saw some good TV shows mm-hmm. and that I don't typically, like I'll watch Netflix maybe once a month, might find a series, but I'm not huge. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, so I, I I I felt like I dodged a bullet, and now I'm um, I'm still positive, but um, supposedly not contagious anymore. I'm not quite sure how that all works. It doesn't matter because I'm not seeing anybody anyway, and um, I feel fine. Thank you. <laughs> and how was the testing process for you? Were you able to find a lab and everything? Yeah, yeah. That if um, uh, there are. So there's uh, that app, I think it's called Dr. Lib or something like that. And you can um, reserve uh, a spot or you can go to some of your like neighborhood laboratories that usually reserve um, a couple spots a day. I, think I went to, I, the first time I went to one that was like 20, they took 25 people every day. They take 25 people at 2 PM. Um, so you have to be there at one uh, to get in line uh, to be sure to be taken. So um, yeah, I just brought a book and, got tested and the test I was surprised how scared I was I was just like oh you know putting something in your nose I mean oh my goodness it's like might as well stick a needle in my eye just sounded just so awful (laughs) but um it was fine it was really fine I was Mm -hmm. so relieved after Mm -hmm. it was over unfortunately the guy before me was literally screaming and I was just like oh my god like all the like little you know, mind exercises that you do, like, okay, calm and breathe and all that, you know, all the, everything that you learn before you have a baby, you know, I was trying to like practice all that. And then, um, it was nothing. It was like, well, nothing. that's good to hear. I, I have heard different things. Some people think it's like scraping your brain and other people think it's, it's not surprising. that bad. It's surprising. We're not used to having somebody, you know, uh, stick a Q-tip basically up your nose. That's very surprising. But you know it's coming, and it's about as quick as a snap of a finger. So, you know, you just, like, think about, I don't know, a beach, and it's over. <laughs> it's really not – and I was really freaked out about it, but it, it was fine. And then the second time, it actually, it was a relief because my nose is a little bit stuffed up. <laughs> well, we're very glad to hear that you are feeling better and um, – dodge the worst of the symptoms. Yeah, yeah, I'm so, um, uh, yeah, I'm so aware that it could have been a lot worse and, uh, you know, <laughs> extremely worse. So, yeah, I'm, I 
hope that if someone has to get it, who's listening to us, uh, you know, they get that kind. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's mm. it. Yeah. Anybody have anything else to add about tips or tricks for getting a good night's sleep uh, in France? Um, well, you know, I guess one more thing. I think in in the U.S., I'm you know was used to growing up with this idea of you know um, the harder you work, uh, the more chance you'll have to succeed, and you have to push yourself, push yourself. And the idea of getting sleep, um, at least in my family, is is almost like a negative, like the idea of indulging yourself and sleeping in is not really done in my family in the U S. Um, so, you know, I say whatever you can do is sort of counter that idea. Sleep is a good thing. It's a nourishing thing. It's what your body, your brain needs to reset. Um, so there shouldn't be any guilt surrounding, uh, pampering yourself and getting your time to sleep. And I think as women too, um, we will put so much, ahead on our list of things Mm -hmm. to do and we'll let sleep kind of suffer and, you know, we'll be the last ones to sleep um, in the house at night. Yeah, that's true. I I forgot that when when my kids were in the house, that is absolutely, you know, big like uh, thing that I forgot is that when my kids were in the house, I would go to sleep around 2 a.m., 3 a.m. sometimes Mm -hmm. in the morning because from the time they were in bed around 9 or 10, uh, you know, in so like my husband would go to bed around midnight and it was like the only quiet time of my day mm-hmm. was after midnight. And it was like this really, you know, productive time for me actually um, for all my creative stuff. So uh, I don't have that anymore. I don't, I, I always thought of myself as a night owl. And I think, cause I also grew up in a big family that, you know, again, you know, after midnight was the time I could find some peace. Um, I don't, that, that's gone out of my life now. I'm, I have pretty normal hours. I go to bed around midnight and wake up around seven thirty, something like that. So, um, yeah, I, I guess it just depends on what's happening around you and who you're mm-hmm. taking care of and all your concerns and, um, it can change. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm definitely going to try the cooling oil and the foot massage. Good. And the cooling shower before you go to sleep. Sorry? And the cooling shower, not a hot, steamy shower. Oh, a cooling shower. shower. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to try that, too. <laughs> See if I can sleep yeah, more I than I do. <laughs> Beat my record. I tend to take my showers in the morning, but maybe a cooler shower at night would be good. Yeah, yeah just something to just kind of cool cool your body down a little bit. I definitely think I need a bedtime ritual to get me in the mood. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we are almost at the end, so let's move on to our last segment of the day. Bizu, bizu, your recommendations for this week of uh, something maybe to get us through this uh, slightly more stressful than usual time. Andy, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, my recommendation is arts and crafts. <laughs> no, I, um, so I, I bought some, um, uh, so I had all this, rip, I had no art supplies at home and it was driving me crazy and I was, you know, sick and home and couldn't go out. Um, so I managed to find some, um, wallpaper paste and, uh, <laughs> I didn't have a lot of newspapers, but I did have some paper 
Um, so I started to do, um, you know, uh, papier mache, and it's uh, it was sort of a disaster, but I had a lot of fun doing it, and I recommend doing something like that. Just you know, there's no real purpose, but it's kind of fun to um do something that's not cooking, that's not uh, you know hair care or something like that, just to to distract yourself and. Pep, uh, papier mache is so easy, and you can. I haven't done it since school. Yeah, it's so easy, and you can, you know, you can make like a. I mean, you can just go online. You can actually end up spending a lot of time online figuring out what you want to do, but you could do just like a bowl, or you could do a sculpture, or or, or just something abstract. It's just uh, pretty easy. Hmm. Oh, that sounds like a fun suggestion. Thank you. Yeah, doing something with your hands would is probably a great thing right now. Yeah. Also, you can think of things for like Christmas, you know, I don't know, um, little cards or I, 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 um, I'm sure I don't want to put like anybody into uh, idea that they have to do these kinds of things, but if they're just, you know, confined at home and, you know, looking for ideas, that's what I was doing. It was very pleasant. Yay for arts and crafts. <laughs> What about you, Tioka? Um, I guess my thing to do is from a, a couple of months ago. I think from the from our first confinement, I sent out an SOS call to 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 you and everybody else. Uh, like good sheets to have during confinement. Um, when we're thinking about you know getting a good night's sleep, the material that your sheets are made out of is so important. Um, cotton versus you know even the slightest bit of polyester and how that's going to affect uh, your being maybe a little bit too warm at night. So my bizu bizu is to maybe take a survey of your friends, family, and find the best sheets you can find in your your area in your neighborhood and get them ASAP to ensure an even more comfortable night's sleep. So what did you get? Uh, well, I got everything that I could grab. I Somebody recommended uh, Zara Home Sheets, so I grabbed those. Somebody recommended um, some a couple of French brands, so I got those. And I mean, I just stocked up on anything and everything. That way, I'm, I'm experimenting still. Did you get a boutique? No, I, were those the most expensive ones that were on my wish list? No, no, no. They're, the, they're those things. They're like, they're, they're like something between a comforter and a throw. So they're, they're like, they're these like, comf- they're usually about 50 centimeters by a hundred. Right. So they're really short little comforters and you put them on top of your comforter and the weight here, this is for you too, uh-huh. um, Elizabeth, mm-hmm. the, the weight of them for some weird reason, having a little bit of weight on your legs when you're sleeping, not on your feet, but just like on your legs mm-hmm. is magical. I'm so tempted to try a weighted blanket, you guys, yeah. but they're very expensive. Oh. So I but, you know, I mean, a weighted blanket or you can even just um, fold a blanket. I mean, in yoga studios, we just have um, a lot of times our, our clients just fold a blanket a couple of times and just put it on their belly. So they have that just support and weight, that warmth mm-hmm. in their belly. Um, you have to kind of find where on your body you need it. Sometimes if you've got lower back issues, um, you don't necessarily want it too far down on your legs or, or, you know, you just need to place it where it's most comfortable for you on your body, but just folding a blanket a couple of times will help. Hmm. That mm. makes sense. Too. I, I do have a sort of heavy blanket that I use sometimes, but it gets hot, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, for my bizu bizu, I am going to recommend a television show on Netflix, actually, it uh, got me thinking after our last discussion about Emily in Paris, like what is a a good, fun series that maybe reflects actual life in okay. Paris a little bit better? 
And I think actually this is something, Tioka, you had recommended to me a long time ago. Uh, it's Planqueur. Oh, um, right. <laughs> yeah. Which is a, a really fun comedy about uh, three female friends. And uh, one of the friends is having trouble getting over a bad breakup. It's for a couple of years. And so to get her out of her funk, this other friend of hers sets her up, unbeknownst to her, with a male escort. And hijinks ensue. But it's actually very sweet and um it's uh, got great characters and really gives you a, an idea of what slice of modern life in paris i think much better than emily in paris mm-hmm. was it and called? i discovered it, a lot of it was filmed in my old neighborhood in the ninth yeah. so that was kind of fun too. what's it called again so, still a high concept but you know it's it's very funny and it's just a much more authentic uh vision of the life here for all of us I think. and it's in french it's in French. It's yeah. in French. Yeah. I tried to watch that with my aunt. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe a little bit uh, sexy for, exactly. for an aunt. Yeah. <laughs> and it was called the hookup plan. The hookup plan, yeah. But it was definitely good. And they have um, season two out. And the season two it was quite cute because they filmed that during confinement. Um, yeah, I haven't seen season two yet. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, that's it's, it's it's the way I like the way it was filmed. Um, but I definitely enjoyed season one um, a little bit better. But still, it's worth it. Especially now, when huh, what else are we going to do? Exactly. <laughs> Paper machine. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more arts and crafts, more hobbies. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this week's show. And if you have any tips or suggestions, you can always email it, us at prettypleaseparis at gmail.com. If you want to help out the show, please. Tell your friends about us, rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Pretty Please Paris, which I know we haven't uploaded for a little bit, but we're going to get back to it. Uh, so you can see more uh, photos and show notes on there. So thank you again, and we hope to see you all in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bisous, bisous. Bisous. Bisous.